Hello. Hey guys, it's Arden Cho. Hey, I'm Holland Roden. Hello, this is Ian Bowen. Hey you guys, this is Melissa Poncio. Hi, I'm Lyndon Ashby. Hi, I'm Dylan Spaberry. This is Megan Tandy. This is Tyler Posey, and you are listening to Not Another. Not Another. Not Another. This is Not Another Team Wolf Podcast. Yes, it is. Oh. Woo! Hey, this is Jeff Davis. You're listening to Not Another Teen Wolf Podcast, my favorite podcast in the world. So yeah. that's it. We are live. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. But can they hear us or see us? What the? Um. All right. Okay. I, I, I still see no viewers. So I, I need at least one viewer. I need I need <laughs> someone to know if they can see us or if this is actually working um, from the YouTube link. Can anyone? Karen, lean in. Wait, move. Uh, I can't. No, I can't. Okay. Karen, Karen, you've got like an inch. Shuffle that. Way. <laughs> there we go. Um. Anyone? Hello. Can anyone hear me? I need someone to reply so that I don't feel like I'm talking into a void. Um, okay. Yes, good. So, so People are definitely asking questions. So, hello. I need to know. It says zero and it's giving me a complex. Um, all right. Um, Look, maybe we should just talk and pretend that someone's listening. <laughs> it's fine. They can watch later. You can watch later, I suppose. So, hello, guys. This Hi. is not other than... <laughs> We're off to a good start, clearly. Karen? Yes. Everything works. That's what Unforgiven said. Oh, hi. I made her stay up even though it's five in the morning. Yeah. As sorry. Hi. Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm not that sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hi guys. It's Natalie. Two viewers. That's there Karen. We go. There's at least two people listening or watching. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's Donya. Hi. Hi. Where's Chris- Kristen? Kristen, come Hi. here. <laughs> this is Kristen. Kristen is a member of Hyperbull. You might have heard her on her our last episode yeah. when we did the live recap, which hopefully was a thing that you liked. Uh, someone tell me if you guys liked it on, on Twitter. Not with Someone says not with the YouTube link. Peggy Ruiz. <laughs> I don't, is the YouTube link not working? Sorry, literally just tell me. We've got eight viewers, eight whole viewers. That's really good. Um, it's not that ex- – I mean, it's, 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 it's not that good. I'm sure there's people out there getting more hits than us. But at least we're actually talking live to someone, which makes me feel a bit more like this is a real communication rather than like some sort of pretentious – Wank, really. <laughs> um, so I would love to. Where we are in our apartment, or one of Donya and my apartment. Kristen, would you like to sit? Like, there's no chairs. There are no chairs. Does this? Okay, this apartment has no chairs except for this bench that we're sitting on. Uh, she can sit on the bed, but it might not. You see can't her. see me. I mean, you just pop up. And yeah, you can pop up and give, and give commentary, and we'll hear your stories as well. Um, we're in the apartment. It's Sunday night after San Diego Comic Con 2015. So Comic Con is over. <laughs> Some of us have a little bit of work left to do, but we're doing this podcast instead. And her. 
Kristen, do you have anything? And you. Really? What do you yeah. have? I was going to put together. Yeah, we went to the Score Trials Nerd HQ yeah, that's right. And we're going to, Donnie, give me a really good idea of what we can write up for that. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. I am useful. I have to write sometimes. up a press conference that I don't know how to do. So, I mean, I do. I do. I shouldn't be telling the internet this because someone <laughs> might see it who actually will criticize me. But... Uh, no, we're going to do that, It's uh, but we thought we would come on first and talk to you guys because this is actually um, it, our last episode was our 99th episode, which means this is the 100th episode ever of Not Another Team Wolf podcast, which is... Which is a lot. That's that's a lot. Like, it's 100 ep- Team Wolf don't have 100 episodes. <laughs> there ain't 100 episodes of Teen Wolf, the MTV show. Um, <laughs> no, um, if you know what I mean. So that's like quite a big deal. And we yeah. thought that Especially we... Especially when you consider how many hours that would yeah. be. Yeah. Because like a Teen Wolf episode hours. is like 40 minutes. Our episodes... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're not 40 minutes. Sorry. They're two hours if we're lucky. I know. Would you guys prefer shorter episodes? Like it's doable, but it's... Weird and not that enjoyable. (laughs) It would definitely be skipping over like every like many points of say an episode recap or something like that. There's definitely shows that just have a talk, like they talk about oh that happened on the episode this week, not like blow by blow. So I don't know. It's quite difficult. Some people really say they love long episodes, and and some people it might not be for them. Anyway, 100 Teen Wolf. Not another Teen Wolf podcast episodes. We were talking earlier at dinner tonight about how it's still a stupid name. So <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, it, it's probably not changing now. I like the name. You like the name? <laughs> it's Do original. you remember when we made it? Yeah, I remember when you asked everybody. You were like, In the group. You took yeah. a poll for names. Like, we were all trying to help them name it, but not another Teen Wolf podcast. It's original. This is tea in case anyone's wondering. She's not boozing it up. She's totally boozing it up. Consider it. I really wanted to, actually. Do you want to go down again? <laughs> Not now. Do some Hagen ducks <laughs> I mean, yeah. Eventually. We can get the ice cream. Okay, so. <laughs> should I give, should I insert questions as we get them? Yeah, we, we're yeah. getting quite, yeah, we're getting a few questions. So basically the point is 100 episodes. Oh my, my I will tell you about the escalator in a minute. Um, um, I will tell you, um, but because it was great, but it's embarrassing. Um, we're getting a few questions. We wanted to basically, we didn't want to leave. You know, we only get to hang out in person like once a year. Obviously, Brooke and Courtney aren't here because Comic Con is not 100% their scene. But we love you guys. We yes. love them, and so they're not in LA. I'm gonna see Brooke in two days, though. I'm flying to her town to to see her. So. We all do love each other. We're just not in the same place this second. Um, so, but three of us didn't want to leave without, you know, if we're so that close to 100, we had to do something. 100 together in a fun yeah. way, basically. So, and we like Kristen, so she gets to tag along. Kristen has been our honorary. Every time I hear my name, Kristen's been our honorary podcast member this week. She's a great hyperbole writer. Uh, she's not on this podcast because I don't know why shouldn't she on this podcast. Because I didn't watch Team Wolf right away. But okay. as soon as Karen was like, Kristen, you have to watch this, I watched it, caught up, and now I'm a huge fan. You might be hearing from Kristen a bit more in the future because she's going to be living in Karen's house. Yeah. So that's the thing that happens at Hyperbole. Like, we are all, like, friends in yeah. real life. <laughs> Look, I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's more... <laughs> I don't usually. <laughs> um, so, all right. 
we've got questions about Comic Con. We want to talk to you about what we've been doing this week. Uh, not just Teen Wolf. This is quite a personal episode. This is going to be us talking about our feelings and our experiences, and it can certainly be about Teen Wolf. You can ask more detailed information about the uh, the press that we did with Teen Wolf or the Comic Con panel, uh, and you can ask some other things about Teen Wolf, or you can ask about any other fandoms that you know about that were at Comic Con, and we'll see if any of us had any uh, coverage there, or you can ask about anything we've said on Twitter or anything like that. Can uh, I be in charge of? You can be in charge of saying the questions. We also have a couple of stories because we did go up to LA on Tuesday before Comic Con. We started Comic Con on Wednesday night. Um, So that was preview night. Tuesday, we did a road trip to LA, seven of us in a van, which was a lot. We have to give Laura (laughs) money for that. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, I also have to give Laura money for the apartment we're sharing. She didn't even. Okay, so we'll. Okay. (laughs) We'll work that out later, guys. (laughs) You don't have to be a part of it. Um. We drove up, Hyperbole Road Trip plus Leo, who's over in the corner, who's honorary Hyperbole photographer this week. Um, we love Leo. Hi. Yay. She's looking at us as if we've gone crazy. She kind of watches Teen Wolf, but... She mm-hmm. doesn't listen to the podcast, she, she, she hates us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. It's yeah. fine. Anyway, the point is we drove up to L.A., to do some some things, we went around. We went to uh, like Whimsic Alley. We went to Whimsic Alley. We went to the Last Bookstore, which is a beautiful uh, bookstore in a, in a heritage building in downtown LA. Downtown LA is where a lot of LA-based shows shoot, like on the street location stuff, like when they're pretending to be New York or like something like that, because it's old buildings. Really great bookstore. It's going to close at the end of July for good. Like, it's, so you should go there if you're in LA. Um, we went to the Grove. La um, Brea We went to La Brea Tar- I made them go to La Brea Tar- Pits, which it's across the road from Whimsic Alley, so I thought it was a thing we could see. If you've seen My Girl 2, it plays a big part in My Girl 2. Wait, can we talk about Leo's cookie story? I don't remember Leo's, Leo's cookie, cookie story. Leo dropped her cookie on the ground at the tar pits and ate it anyway, which I don't fault her for because I would have done the same thing. It was they a, were it was really, really good, good cookies. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. cookie place is next to Whimsic Alley if you ever So if you ever want a cool day trip in LA, go to the cookie, I think it's called the Milk Jar, the milk jar? or something. Whimsic really Alley, good. which sells, it sort of started Harry Potter, like, they have a lot of Harry Potter aesthetic, but they have a, tons of Game of Thrones, now Supernatural, Doctor Who, they have, like, an event room that looks like the... Downton Abbey stuff. Have a, yeah, they have it a lot of Downton Abbey. It was crazy like, seeing anyway, so Downton Abbey stuff. next to their very good cookies, uh, it's across the road from the El Rey Theatre, which is a good venue if there's any gigs on, and La Bread Pits, which is basically a fossil mining tar site that they pulled some, like, mammoths so cool. out of. It's basically some pits of tar, but there is some good history. There's a museum if you can afford to go in it. And, and gooey cones are really funny. Oh, there's. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell them about what the? Do you don't want to tell them about the gooey cones? Sorry, we are actually getting to a point Kristen, here that you'll find oh, more interesting. <laughs> Kristen, gooey cone. Oh, they're like I guess the the tar still bubbles up from the ground. Not just in the pits, like across right, the lawn, like, like the whole area is at still. At And so when it gets too soft or when too much of it comes up, they put a green cone over top. Like a of the parking spot. cone. Yeah. So. Like a, and it says gooey on the side. It has a little arrow over. pointing down. Yeah. It's good. I actually have a really good picture of Nat looking at the gooey cone. Maybe we'll post that on oh, Instagram. Thanks. Do it. So after, I'll do it right now, actually. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> after we did those things and tried to, like, you know, have a nice day with the group, uh, we also um, were invited uh, back to the Teen Wolf set by some of our companions out there. Uh, what would we call them? Friends, companions, comrades, colleagues. <laughs> Com- 
It was Alyssa Clark. Right? <laughs> like, like, so, yeah. I guess um, we could call her comrades. Yeah, so, so, you know, some of the writers that have always been very good to us in the last, uh, you know, over the last years and in the last year especially. Uh, yeah, and it was no official, uh, you know, you know, article or, like, coverage. It was They're not doing anything. Like, they're not – the cast weren't filming or anything like that. Uh, we were just meant to organise to meet up with them to do dinner something, dinner. Like, yeah. a, but it turns out that the all the people who were meant to be visiting were all working that day, and they were like, "You can just come here if you want and hang out." So we did that, like, like no big deal. Like that was fine. We just got there, and I was just like, "Are you sure that this is okay?" And they're like, "Yeah." And all day I was being super paranoid and being like, <laughs> "Is this really like legit?" Because okay, this isn't like official, so I, I feel weird about this. But it was really nice. Um, everyone there is great, as usual. We had fun. Uh, we got to uh, see – oh, is that me in the cone? Yeah. Are you putting that on a podcast account? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, we saw – yeah, so we saw um, we saw Jeff. He was very excited to see us and was um, being Jeff, as usual. Um, we I'll, t- I'll say the one thing that we did get to see. We got to see the Comic-Con trailer before Comic-Con. Like the, the Comic-Con trailer that, that they aired at Comic-Con – we saw that on Tuesday uh, yeah. without special effects, which was weird. So it's like the eyes, like Liam's eyes going yellow, like they weren't there done was yet. Um, Actually, the one I really liked was um, Kira flying past I was the gonna screen say that and the, you could the see the wires, wires yeah. which yeah. still made it look super cool. But yeah. 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 Um, so that was kind of a fun little thing, but not much is going on. They were doing like some pickups for season, this current season, this current like season which is like not even that. the actor. It's like, a stunt person in a car pretending to open a door because they didn't get the door opening the right time, which is interesting if you like that kind of thing, but it wasn't like fandom fun or anything like that. It was cool. We love them still, obviously. Um, and we have quite a lot of photos of Karen lying all over the Team Wolf sets uh, being dead Yeah. because that's apparently what Alyssa thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's just like, Karen, lie down on the floor and be dead. So it's like Karen <laughs> being a corpse in the lift. And then and Karen being a corpse in the boys' locker room. We did get to see the locker room, which we never saw on the first time we went there. So that was that fun. was good. Uh, what else do we want to say about that? Oh, we um, took Kristen. We Kristen got Kristen to go. Came with All us. the hyperbole people we, originally they were meant to go do something else, but the traffic was so bad that the team. This is how nice they were about it. Like they were like, yeah, they can all stay. Like it's no big deal. You can just like seven people can like walk around, not like Whatever. unsupervised or anything. But yeah. they were very nice about it. Yeah. Um, so we, we have to. If anyone's see. watching, like I don't know if Angela or anything is, we is got, there. We got to see Styles Jeep. Yes. It was covered. We didn't get to like, we did. touch it or sit in it or anything, but it was there, and I was next to it, and I freaked out. So yeah, yeah. Kristen, what was your best experience about doing that? Because obviously we didn't know that you were going to come, and well, we, would have, we would have loved to offer it, but we didn't feel like we had the place to offer it until no, they yeah. no, got I there. If you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, how was that for you? Well. It was all just surreal and awesome. Um, like meeting Jeff Davis was like freaking awesome. Um, he's so cool. Like I mean, I've never really, aside from like official press events and stuff, I've never really met a showrunner like you know out of outside of official stuff. So meeting him and just being able to kind of like talk to him like a normal person was really really cool. Um, we got to be we got into Styles' bedroom. Which was really the mode was, the lights were off, but yeah. yeah, unless you're bringing in lighting for a set, very few of the sets are on a, on a show are like you can't just like turn a light switch on the wall. They're, they're external lights that they bring in for the scene. 
So we saw a lot of sets in the dark, but <laughs> we did get to see Stars' room. And, um, the st- and the sheriff's station. Sheriff's station. Sheriff's station, which I was super excited. That was I cool. That. Um, I fell over something in the McCall <laughs> living room. I hope I didn't break it. <laughs> Styles' room was really cute. Um, they, they had, like, the murder board. Yep. Uh, they had, like, a photo of, like, him and, and Scott. Scott, like, season oh. one, like, lacrosse. Like, oh, we're best friends in a yeah. frame. And a photo of a little boy and, like, a mother in a frame and yeah. stuff like that. So that was, oh, sorry, that was That's cute. Okay. Um, that was really cute. She, Unforgiven, just sent me this and said... That's that, from so long ago. Yeah, it's Natalie tweeting out, Is Scott Danny a thing? Like, it wouldn't be my primary thing, but I feel like it could be a thing. Very eloquent. I saw Kiahu at Comic-Con what? on the first day. He was walking into... or It might have been the second day. First day, was it? No. Was the first day? Yeah, because it was before the table panel. Yeah. He was there because like, he likes to go to Comic-Con. Literally, I saw him walking into the hall, and I was just like, Hi, um, as he was going. But yeah, um, that's that was a long time ago. Why is yeah. she sending me that? Because she said, I mean, as if I would ever miss your 100th episode. Bless you, adorable cuties. Oh, hi. Aww. It's so hi. weird. Um, okay, yeah. Was there anything else that we wanted to say about set? Like in oh, about, yeah. the Dread Doctor's oh. experimentation you no, it's well, been in the whatever. We've seen it. We, that was a new set, the lab thing with the yeah. tubes. The one that's in the opening credits. We will try to post me being dead. Yeah, yeah. Becky. Yeah, um, yeah. So Kristen, I'm glad that you got that. Um, I, I don't know how to like say this without sounding like a douchebag. <laughs> but how? Like, wait, what? Somebody likes my shirt. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Karen's like, let's make sure you can see my whole shirt. And I got. Little tiny Iron Man. We're we're gonna talk about our cosplay and our experiences and and the cool superheroes that we met this weekend very momentarily. We just want to get the set stuff out of the way first because we didn't tell you guys about that yet. In the least douchebaggy way possible, as an outsider, when we went there and 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 I didn't know Jeff. We didn't know Jeff was gonna be there either. Like we kind of we assumed that he would be, but he would be locked in a room. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Writing and editing his little heart out. Yeah, I, yeah, you, you'd think. What was – was that weird, like, that he responded? Like, that? what happened when we got there? Did you know, like – I know that you know us very well, but, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say without sounding like I'm fishing for compliments, but do you sort of know what I'm trying to say? I think so. Mm. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's really nice to know that Jeff – like, he's really, really appreciative of his fans, and – like, it's nice to see him interact with people who really, truly enjoy what he does and what he loves doing. Mm. And so seeing him interact with these three lovely ladies was really, really fun because, like, you can tell he gets a high. Excited. Like, not just, like, we're doing an interview. Yeah. Like, it's like he wants to have these conversations, probably because he's, like, real friends down the road. Don't want to talk to him about his Teen Wolf right. show. Like, you know, like. But these are people who would sit and talk about Teen Wolf yeah. And he's like, oh my god, these are my people. Like, yeah. I mean, it's very exciting. So it was really cool to see him, you know, talk to everybody and and mm-hmm. have conversations about, you know, about the show, but about other things too. It was really yeah, cool. we had a lot of discussion about because the other episode had just aired the night before, like five or three. We were all like. That thing with the back is the grossest thing you've ever done. And he was, yeah. All, they all were like, like kind of just stuff. wait. Yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I did see a spoiler for something, like, for a uh, a, a visceral thing that's going to happen. Like, I saw a sketch of something that's going to happen yeah. that is going to be really gross. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. not great. 
Uh, all right, let's do some more questions. Karen, you do that, please. Okay. Um, really quick, I I Instagrammed the picture, but it didn't show up on Twitter, even though I clicked Twitter. I don't did, know did why. Did you feed it through to Twitter? Yeah. And oh, it didn't we'll work. get it in a bit. Okay. Don't um, worry about that for right now. Yeah, it went through to your normal Twitter because you must have linked it up. Like, are you sure you Instagrammed it to the podcast account? I thought it. That's dumb. Why we'll fix that. Go oh, to well. Karen's Twitter if you want. Karen underscore Broad, and we'll fix it later. Okay. Karen, do the questions. I'm doing questions. Um, <laughs> how were fan questions this year at the panels? This is from at the Linsmo. Any particular fandom or just Team Wolf? Anything. Or? Just fan questions. I, I usually really hate fan questions. I think they're super embarrassing, especially since sometimes people don't have the best tact. Mm. This year, actually not horrible. There were a couple of kind of uncomfortable ones, and I really dislike when people are like, oh, can I get a picture after the panel, or can I get this after the panel, or something like yeah. that, because like people don't have time for that. that. Yeah, They get told what they're meant to say. They get, uh, they get told... You know, you ask your question, don't just get up to talk about your feelings, don't <laughs> ask for a hug and all that. But people, like, either they, like, lie or they, like, you know, yeah. they break the rules and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. But I would say there were a lot of really good in-depth ones. And I know we were talking earlier, like, some of the fan questions were better than some of the moderator questions. Yeah. So it um, was pretty give and take. This year yeah. wasn't super uncomfortable. Team Wolf it felt average to me with the fan questions. No offense if anyone's watching this that asked a fan question. Like, I, there was nothing that stood out as bad. Um, but it was okay. I was less than impressed with the uh, Marvel TV fan questions, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter panel, which was something I was really looking forward to. Uh, I didn't feel great about that panel. There was a much better one at Nerd HQ, which we oh, attended today as well. Um, that The Marvel... Agent Carter, Agents of Shield panel was like, I don't know, it it, it wasn't the cast fault or anything. But it was yeah. nothing compares to the Hannibal fandom though. They are the smartest, happiest, like most understanding, coolest fandom in the world. And I would be like trying to crawl up into the like echelons of the like Hannibal fandom and get a podcast where I could be best friends with Brian Fuller. Uh, except because he's like so friends with so many fans. Except like I've missed the boat on that. Like it's fine. I, I'm not. I wouldn't really. I don't care. I will talk about Brian Fuller in a minute because <laughs> I do have a Brian Fuller story. But um, I love him and I love the Hannibal fandom. I don't feel like like I'm like a participant in the Hannibal fandom in the way that like we're a participant in the Team Wolf fandom. Uh, but I was doing the Hannibal coverage at Comic Con because Brittany, our American writer for Hyperball, who does Hannibal, wasn't there, and I love the show. We love you, Brittany. And. Um, Probably not. I, I, I know care. that their fandom. I know. I know for a fact that their fandom is amazing, um, and and like I've seen it. Like I know what happens like with them at cons, but just the vibe in the room. Every question was great. They just knew their stuff, and it was like not embarrassing, not intrusive. Uh, it was like getting. Hugh Dancy, like, says the word fanables like it's a real word that people say in the world. Like, like he's just like, you know, like, the, the, the way that we feel about the fanables and blah, blah, blah. Like, 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 it doesn't even register to him that that's not a real word that you should say. Like, like he's not, like, fanables if you know what I mean. Like, it's this, it's such a good fan-show relationship. Like, the best yeah. I've ever seen with a show. Like, Teen Wolf, we love Teen Wolf, and we love the Teen Wolf fandom. Teen Wolf and the Teen Wolf fandom sometimes don't love each other so well. Um, Hannibal fandom is perfect and I just loved being a part of it at the con 
So, yeah, that's yeah. my answer for that. How about you guys? Uh, I would say there is a third category, not just good and bad questions, but there's a third category, adorable kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. Leo, Leo uh, wanted to invent a drinking game for panels, and you had to have, like, someone who was cracking on to one of the cast members, yeah. where, you know, a child, and everyone's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, there's, like, a, that you can tick off boxes of the, especially the kind of people that are allowed, like, you and you and you, like, it's like they have a quota to fill yeah. or something like that. So there was an adorable little boy at the Gotham DC night mm-hmm. who walked up to the guy, like, to ask his question, and he just looks at Carmen Vicandova, who plays, um, Selena Kyle, Catwoman, will be Catwoman, and he goes, I have a really big crush on Carmen, and the whole room just went, oh, <laughs> like, even, like, grown men there, <laughs> cheer on, you know, there for Flash and Arrow, were awing at this little boy, it was mm-hmm. so cute, so, was, little, cute little kids are one of yeah. my favorite parts. I did the Marvel Animation panel. And that was great. It was really, really super awesome. But like the first question, the first audience question, the person who came up to the microphone was a little girl dressed as Kamala Khan, so Miss Marvel. And if you followed me on Instagram or on my personal Twitter, I put a picture up of her. But they essentially invited her up onto the panel with them to answer the rest of the fan questions. And basically, when they were getting fan questions, they were literally asking her what she thought. And she was so honest about everything. (laughs) They were like, you know, oh, what do you think about, like, adding such and such character? And she's like, well, duh, of course you should add that character. And then, like, um, someone asked another question. She was just like, that's stupid. (laughs) That's stupid. You should not ask that question. Let's let's ask a different question. Maybe small she children should moderate brilliant. all the panels and comments. God. Moderators, I will say, Kevin Smith at the Team Wolf panel. Really good. Fucking nailed it. Wow, he was yeah. so good. And I have loved Kevin Smith since I was 14 years old. Yeah. And I'm 29 or something like that. I adore him. And I love what he was talking about with the show. Like, he, he, he got into it because his daughter started watching it, I think. But, um, and he, uh, you know, he's got great appreciation for. Dylan um, and for Tyler Posey and just for everything. Dylan O'Brien. He's not baby Dylan. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, oh, he's, <laughs> maybe he, he likes baby Dylan. Maybe he does. Dylan. Excuse he likes me. Baby Dylan. Baby Dylan. What, what was it? The sweeter the berry, the better the oh, juice? Oh, yeah, God. something like that. He did not let the Dylan's oh, bravery no. jokes die, and he was, and he kind of said, you're not the second Dylan, you're the number one Dylan, like, just kept, yeah. like, giving shit. It was, yeah. he was amazing. If you I do actually get footage, got really emotional when they gave him a jersey, yeah. a Beacon Hills lacrosse jersey, because, like, that was really You sweet. could tell it meant a lot to him. He's the best, and he's, he's a really big name to moderate a Comic-Con panel. Mm-hmm. Massive. Usually it's, Usually it's someone from an outlet, like a famous reporter, but from an outlet, like someone from yeah. W or like Chris Hardwick, Chris Hardwick, Nerdist. Yeah. Having an actor or another like celebrity like that big to moderate uh, like a TV yeah. panel is a very big deal, and it's really cool that he um, did it. From Nerd HQ, Zachary Levi, amazing moderator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's his like, job. Alan Tudyk, also, also Amazing moderator. Who yeah. else moderated? I liked was, I um, liked Aisha, Aisha Tyler, Tyler today yeah. as well. Like she, she was, was really cool. She was on the Marvel prime time. Um, Nathan yeah. Fillion, they just like go. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, own. we also will. Yeah, talk about Nathan. <laughs> our, our final thing that we did earlier was uh, Nathan Fillion. He did a. He does several things at Nerd HQ, which is a, a charity uh, sort of 
a small off-site event kind of off-site yeah. uh, where they do very small panels for a charity uh, money. And he, he's been a big part of it for a long time, and he basically he, – he, he knows how to run his own panels there. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Uh, yeah, do you want to go on to other, another question? Yeah. yeah. What kind of cool merchandise did we buy? <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have to, like, have run around and grab it. I, yeah. I actually pre-prepared for oh, that I tried to, question. I well, because that, but I was all of my stuff is at the other apartment. I have my little Iron Man that I showed off already, which – I really like. Um, yes, yeah, Donya brings the pile. Yeah. In front of her. So oh, this is technically. Oh, sorry, okay. you, you guys. You go. I'm gonna get up and find some stuff. These guys can talk. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry, you're gonna have to look at my bum for a second. It's okay. It's a very I nice bum. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a really difficult bench. It really is. It's true. I oh Kristen. This goes with These Karen's are, Iron so, Man. So yeah. and I've got. I've got. Oh, does anyone want to guess which one I've got? With me on there. Really? Who I love. Because this is not going to be a surprise for literally anyone. So I got Hawkeye. So basically, uh, that was like the exclusive Marvel pins at yeah. the Marvel booth. How long did you and wait we... in line to get us those? Oh um, my god! Night, Two was... days. <laughs> it <laughs> felt like it. technically all of preview night. Preview I don't know if it's him, but all of preview night, and then Marvel acknowledged that there was an error in their system and gave the people who got cut from the line yeah. on preview night a stamp to come back at any time the next day. Yeah. So, if they hadn't got the stamp, they wouldn't have got it. No. By the way, these are my tiny minions, and she's mm-hmm. our Gru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We decided this early. Yeah. Yes. So, wait. Okay, fine. I saw a Gru Funko today. <laughs> Which is it? Really? It's Karen. Aww. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of Megaras, like sketch cards and prints, a lot, and a lot of Iron Man things. Oh, I got some Funkos. I got um, I already a Lady Sif uh, Funko, Layer, I don't know and I also got cards. Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill and Oren Ishii from Kill Bill. Um, which I am a huge fan of, so mm. that was really cool. I tried to stop with the Funkos, but I wanted a lot more. We tried to get into the exclusive, like get the exclusives for Funkos. <laughs> it didn't happen. It was for four days. We walked circles around one of these booths for like in. a half an hour yeah. waiting to try and get in. Yeah. Okay, so that's mostly what I got now. Right. Okay, so this isn't actually <laughs> merchandise. But prior to Comic Con for Hyperbole, um, they asked me to design some buttons to give out while we were at Comic Con for Hyperbole. And this one is my favorite one that I designed, which yeah. is Where's My Black Widow Movie? Because, really, where is my Black Widow movie? This question was from at Saints Ghost Victoria, by the yes. way. Yes. So. Uh, let's, let's, let's do Hawkeye stuff. Let's just go with that. <laughs> right, so I got this Hawkeye t-shirt, which you may recognize from the comic books. I, I got this Hawkeye t-shirt, which I've is also the Marvel got... exclusive booth. Um, did you get that one as well? I also have that. And I got the, this one that she got is from We Love Fine. I don't know if anyone can see, but if you like the Hawkeye comic books, they, Matt Fraction, the writer, he puts, he made his own designs or, yeah. or they kind of like, from his books, and uh, he sells them through that. And so that's a Matt Fraction Hawkeye, and I got the sign language, like spelling out Hawkeye in his uh, from the sign language episode of the comics, basically. I also got an exclusive Marvel T-shirt, and it's Thor, and it says "Dost thou even hoist?" and it's got the hair. I, I also got the Marvel Agent Carter silhouette shirt. Uh, Leo got the Do as Peggy says Agent Carter shirt. And Leo, she's over there. I just pulled stuff out of the Marvel bag. Got the Fogwell's Gym from Daredevil shirt as yeah. well. 
which is cool. Other thing I got from the Marvel booth for myself was um, David Aha's uh, alternate cover for Spider Gwen. Oh, uh, I didn't know which, he was the artist. Oh, I can yeah, tell you, you can tell he's the artist. So yeah. if you if you are familiar with his Hawkeye comics, uh, you he's will recognize man. you'll recognize this art style immediately. Um, other Hawkeye was Karen, really, really, really sweet, lovely. Oh, yeah. Karen. I forgot me this print, which is like um, the coolest little thing. Do we wanna do we wanna kinda of bring this into the department of like stuff we got signed or cool things that we got like photos or do we just wanna talk about literal I merchandise? Didn't get anything signed. I got zero things okay. signed. I got this from the uh, really awesome mm. artist who does pocket princesses. I got a Megara. Yeah. Um I got this from the MTV booth because I'm super excited. For Can this I show. talk about this for a second, yeah. actually? Yeah, yeah. Because Donnie got this for me too, which was really nice because it's an MTV exclusive <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I bought the first book not realizing that the show's going to be covering Elf Stones, which is not the first book. But guys, if you have not checked out the Shannara Chronicles trailer yet, go on Hyperbole, check it out, watch it. It is super legit. They filmed it in New Zealand and it's the, a lot of the people working yeah, on the yeah, show that do the sets and everything if I can find it. have worked on The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Like these New are people Zealand who, knows how to do that stuff yes. well. Like, you know, yes. like, it has the landscapes, but they don't have to CGI stuff, and they just go, and it's like yeah. Xena was done there like way exactly. back in the day. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Manu Bennett was on there. Like He's going to be in the show, and John Reese davies is going to be on the show. fans might know Manu Bennett. He played Deathstroke in yeah. Slade, so yes. he'll yeah. look familiar. Um, okay. It's so good. I have some big things to show. And the cast is beautiful. Yeah. Um, which is just so nice. the very first thing I bought on Comic Con was the most expensive. Some people won't care about this that much. But this is a print by um, Jill Thompson. She's a comic artist. She does a lot of really cute stuff. She's done so a lot of stuff for DC and she does um, if you know Sam this is a Sandman panel. This is a Sandman panel that she drew in pencil. And she didn't sell the original, but she recreated it in ink. It's a limited run that started in 2002, and this is the last one of the entire run. I tried to buy this four years ago at Comic Con and uh, couldn't afford it, and she still had it. Like a, a, This was the last one in her book from the same run. I love her. She does really emotional books of her own. She did, does... She used to do some some special pages of Sandman, including like the chibi ones, and yeah. I just really like her. I so that. I that's that. Oh, Leo also presented me with this gift this afternoon, which is the Hannah Bobby <laughs> wearing a birthday oh hat. God. It's so and funny. He's so ridiculous. I love that. I love that's Hannah amazing. Um, he's so weird. They're so weird. I love oh, him. I love that. And I just want to interject really quickly that Unforgiven said I really like Danya's question for the Marvel Nerd HQ. Oh. Oh, we'll talk about HQ as well. And then we got this. We're not sure what we're doing with it yet, but this is actually a full-size print of Swan's <laughs> it's now Styles portrait with the Dread Doctor in the background. So from beautiful. The art exhibition that we went that I went to a yeah, couple of weeks ago. See the little bit in um, the background. <laughs> so basically, the, the MTV booth is really pimping this fan art exhibition that they've got. Like they're using those images. They're giving out full-size prints of several of the different art. Uh, including uh, the one that Liz did as well, which we have quite a few of. I went by this afternoon just walking down the con floor for the last time and they had four of that left. And I was just like, can I have one? Like I wasn't even angling to get it. And so now we have that. I'm not sure who's keeping it, but we'll see. Um, 
And then do we want to move on to like cool other things? Yeah, yeah you've got I've that got, as well. So I don't know if anyone watching is a Star Trek fan. I am. Yeah, I am massive Star Trek trash. Basically, I love Star Trek, especially James T. Kirk. And for anyone who is familiar with Star Trek, will know that uh, David Goodman, who wrote on Enterprise, which may not be my favorite Star Trek property, but he still did a really good job. He's been a Star Trek fan for like ages. He's done a lot of work. He did um, a book called uh, Star Trek, um, like 150 years of, of like Starfleet history. And that was a really cool reference book. But he has one coming out at the end of this year called The Autobiography of James T. Kirk, which, self-explanatory, he has written it from the perspective of James T. Kirk outlining, like, his entire it's life. It's fan fiction, and he fully admits that. Yeah, yeah, basically. And um, Marima, who some of you may know is my co-host from Hero Height, very wonderfully managed to get hold of a hardcover copy of the book before it comes out later this year. Which sure. I, does it come out later this year? September. I saw a stack of them. They they did a very 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 limited uh, pre-sale at Comic Con. It was very limited, um, but it does not officially release until September. Oh. So I've got this. I've read a. A good chunk of it. It's, it's so, so good. The first panel that we saw, Donya and I went to the panel, which was yeah. Goodman, and it was William Shatner guest yeah. appearing to, to read it. Like, to read her. parts of it. And uh, like, he's so some... beautiful. Oh, it was so funny. It was such a good way to open comic Yeah, book. it was um, phenomenal. I, I'm going to devour this book, basically, over um, and over and over again. Interjecting really quick, at Joni Benoni says, Finally, faces to match the voices watching oh, you guys live. Hi! Hi! Um, yeah, I got a couple of good books. My current favorite author in the entire world was at the con for one day, and I was—I didn't know she was going to be there until like very recently, and it was very exciting for me. And I went to her panel and her signing. Um, and she follows me on Twitter, and it was a big deal. And she gave me her comment. She gave me her card from the signing, from the panel, basically. I have wanted one of these for a very, very long time. Uh, just a comic con, like the, the name cards from the panels. It's really lame, but I just wanted one. Sometimes they give them to fans, sometimes they want to keep them as their own souvenir. I just think it's really cool and I wanted one. And then she signed it saying, Keep being awful and great, which is like she knows me or something because uh, basically I've connected with her via Twitter because of being quite uh, outspoken about mm. people being stupid in her fandom. So she seemed to like that because she also is quite vocal about people being stupid in her fandom. So it was really cool to meet her. That's uh, Maggie Spiegotter. She wrote, uh, the Shiver and Linga series, but the series that's really knocked me for a six this year is The Raven Cycle, which you may have, may not have seen on Twitter, but it's literally the most influential thing I've read to me since I read Harry Potter. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so the other thing that I got, which everyone gets one of these as they come into Comic-Con, but um, I got... A Supergirl bag. Yeah, I really want the Lucifer one. I now. really want the Lucifer one now as we well. We saw the pilot for Lucifer, which is going to be a new show on what network? It Fox. is on Fox. It's a, and that's actually based on a, a Neil Gaiman Sandman. character as well, Sandman, that, that, that panel that I just showed you. Uh, he did an interpretation of Lucifer, the devil, um, basically leaving hell because uh, he doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to deal with them. And he, he basically gives off gives up the key to hell. And, and then there's this whole book of Sandman, an entire issue of, uh, of Sandman basically called, I think it's a six-point, 
can't remember off the top of my head. An entire book of the ten-volume Book of Sandman is the story yeah. of Lucifer leaving hell. Yeah. And other other artists who belong to DC have have taken that that interpretation of yeah. Lucifer, DC's Lucifer character, and written other comic series about it. And this is a television show based on that Lucifer. Uh, so good. We yeah. saw the pilots. Really funny. Really charming. If you uh, want to read a little bit more, I did do a pilot review, which has gone up on Hyperball.com. I think. If you follow my personal Twitter or jump on my personal Twitter, which is virtual underscore Don, I I posted the link directly to it. Also to the press room because I got to talk to the three executive producers and uh, the, the cast members from the main characters from the pilot who are fantastic. There's some really great little tidbits of, and, and what to expect from the show when it comes in season one, which I'm super excited for. Yeah, it was so good. Anyway, they had the, one of the bags they had was Lucifer, and I wanted Supergirl originally because I want to watch Supergirl, and I love Jeremy Jordan, who's going to be in Supergirl, and I'm really proud that he got to go to Comic Con and be in Hall H. And yeah. even though I wasn't there, that's a question I have for you guys as well, actually, is which panel are you bummed the most to have missed, or which event at Comic Con yeah. are you bummed the oh. most to have missed because of clashes or queuing or whatever? Oh. Con mm. Man. I, I, we were at Con Man. No, no, no. We didn't get through the entirety of Con um, Man. I wanted to sit through all of Con Man. I wanted to also do the Con Man panel at Nerd HQ. Um, Teen Wolf overlapped with the San Diego Comic Con, Con Man, San Diego Comic Con, Con Man panel. Um, so we had to leave about halfway through. Uh, but up until that point, it had been yeah. hilariously funny and wonderful and. Um, Two of the production staff who were on the panel actually got engaged on stage at the end of the panel, and I missed it. Does everyone know what Con Man is? I mean, it's not like you can hear him. I mean, you can hear him, but you're not answering me directly. Con Man, for those who don't know, is a web series coming out, um, based uh, written by um, Alan Tudyk, who was watching Firefly, and you would have seen him in many other things. He's great. Um, but him and Nathan Fillion have been talking about that. Did you use a voice actor? Basically, yes. okay. skins. <laughs> he's a, yeah, Rick it Ralph. Yeah. He's in a lot. He's yep. great. The king. Yep. In, king Candy. Yeah. If, if, yeah she he's Rick it Ralph. Keep interrupting Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a oh, lot. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm he's in a lot of things. Natalie's just like yeah. He's in a lot of things, and um, <laughs> he the, all of the Firefly cast and most of them are very dedicated to like the con circuit. They're very dedicated to. The way that people haven't let the Firefly show die and stuff like that. But this series, he's been something he kind of, he was like, someone should do something like this for nine years and then finally did it himself after crowdfunding it. And it's going to be a web series about this guy in his position who played this pilot on this sci-fi show, which didn't last very long, but but that has obsessive fans. But unlike Alan and Nathan, this guy kind of hates his life because of it. Like he's kind of like he... That he gets a lot of money from basically getting to, to go to conventions and, and living off <laughs> and living off that, but he's kind of like he doesn't get why people care so much, and it's like kind of about his understanding of the con like thing, you know, and how he feels like a con, like like it's a pun, obviously con man. But anyway, they showed a trailer for it. Literally, everyone in geek culture is in it, like Seth Green, Joss Whedon, Felicia Day, Gina Torres, like. Will Wheaton, who else was on that panel? Like, so many people. Like, there was, like, 16 people on the so panel, many. all of them, like, famous, like, nerds, basically. Um, it's great. It looks like it's going to be great. I can't, like, and it just is a lot of fun. But we had to leave that early. Um, 
My biggest thing. I feel thing. like we should take somebody should take a screenshot of us right now. Like, someone take a screenshot of us. I look like the red-headed stepdad. No, no, you don't. Smile. Okay. <laughs> um, someone. Now I don't. What was I going to say? Biggest thing that I'm been the bum that I missed. Oh, I have one. Yeah. Once upon a time, um, I usually go to that every year uh, because I'm on Onceable, one of the podcasts on Hypeable, and I just was so tired and I had so much other work to do that I couldn't make it. But Kristen was there, and they announced that they're doing Merida this year, which I think is really exciting. So. And then I talked to Eddie and Adam um, in the press room afterward, and they were so excited because they wanted one surprise, like real surprise at Comic-Con. So they told everyone that they were um, casting Rumpel's mom so that <laughs> everyone would think that whoever that they the announced was going to be playing Rumpel's mom in a flashback. But really, they're not casting his mom right now. That's something they want to do later on. But for now, it was Merida. They were all about Merida. I'm so super really excited about Merida because the actress is yeah, from a couple of UK shows. Um, can't remember her name off the top of my head. Cool. Uh, what was her name? I've forgotten um, her name, but she was in Being Human. Is it Kate? No. No, you thought it was Kate. It's Amy. I'll look it up. Amy Mason? Possibly. Oh, no. I know who. Yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> She's in, like, <laughs> Being Human. I have no idea. And um, she was in Atlantis. She's basically big UK, locally kind of. It's, oh, Leo. <laughs> Leo is very we, famous. We know who it is. We are, yeah, it's, her name is. You're right. Yeah, she I is, love her too. Um, yeah. She's Daisy in Being Human, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she Lizzie is, in Desperate Romantics. Yeah, she's Lizzie in Desperate Romantics. If that's who you're thinking of, then yes, it is. Yeah. Um, they haven't actually... Literally no one has... None of these hits are giving me a fucking name. <laughs> um, okay. Um, anyway, uh, yes, I know who that is. Uh, she's she's an interesting girl. My big one that I'm bummed, that I miss, is 20th Century Fox in Hall A. Oh, Deadpool. Uh, which started with the Scorch Trials. This is the season. escalator story. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, it is. is not, yeah, you're getting the escalator story now, so I hope you still that much. My so butt much is this much on the bench. Uh, so if I just go down, I'm We're screen, all going with I'll her too, you. it's okay. I was doing Hannibal Press, which is nothing to squint at. You know, it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. I have some great stories. Brian Fuller. It was wearing a Star Wars fuzzy blazer, and he showed me concept art from American Gods on his phone. So that was <laughs> a massive highlight, you know. However, As you do. while this was going on, and I was 100% committed to Hannibal, I knew that it wasn't going to happen. The 20th Century Fox panel was happening, and those of you, you know, you know that Marvel MCU Studios, their their own studios, did not attend Comic Con this year, so there was nothing for. Avengers or Civil War or, you know, nothing of, of that, like Doctor Strange, nothing from the actual Marvel Universe. But Fox, who has the rights to most of the other Marvel stuff, like, um, I just dropped my phone before. I got that <laughs> yeah, they have X-Men yeah. and basically, and Deadpool is sort of owned by that. So they did um, Scott Trials first up. That was the, one of the other Fox projects. And then they had the superhero stuff. So they had Deadpool. X-Men, um, and then they did a, a, a Gambit. Like, they had Channing Tatum come out for, for, uh, for Gambit. Stan Lee came to that panel, and they did, like, selfie of the biggest Shining amount of superheroes in the... No, stop it. But 
the real big thing was like getting it was Ryan Reynolds talking about Deadpool and them showing the Deadpool trailer for the first time, which is going to be I'm super bummed that so that. good. And I think the vibe when that happened, I was in the first time I came to Comic Con, I was in the hall after the Sony panel when they were doing Spider Man. Uh, so Andrew Garfield's first Spider Man. Whatever you think about what happened with that franchise, Andrew Garfield was so excited about being Spider Man. And I don't know if any of you guys have seen the uh, video, but he got in line to ask a question as he was in Spider-Man and they were like, okay, you know, and and then they pulled off the mask and it was Andrew and he had this two-page letter that he was literally reading, like talking about what it meant to him. He was getting breathless. He was nearly crying and it was like, it was a stunt, but it was real as well, like for him, if you know what I mean. Like they definitely planned for him to do it, but it was gorgeous and I was like really close to where it was happening and the vibe was just unbelievable. This is in 2011. And so I knew that the Deadpool bit was going to be, really good given and I'm so I'm really bummed that I missed that like environment and I came out of Hannibal Press which was great really really good I love Ryan Fuller so much but trying not to tell the story clearly all (laughs) I was reading on my phone being like Deadpool dead like Deadpool oh my god people freaking out about Deadpool live tweeting and I was exiting the uh the building where the press was uh which was in a hotel and it had several layers of escalators and I (laughs) walked Onto the up escalator while going to that I I was trying to go down. I walked onto the up escalator, shouted out loud, "Fuck, that's going up!" As Brian Fuller, Hugh Dancy, and Richard Armitage, who is a new you may know Richard Armitage of being Richard Armitage. Uh, uh, oh, he's so good looking. They were walking like along the balcony above my head, literally. And I'd just spoken to them, and I'm a, it was the only Australian there, and I was wearing a bright green shirt, so they definitely knew it was me. And that was really, really embarrassing. But it was because I was really distracted. About <laughs> Leo was dying across so, the room. <laughs> that's the escalator story. I'm glad they didn't point and laugh. Yeah, but that happens. Very, very kind of them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Speaking of good looking, Tom Ellis is a very good looking man. He's going to make an excellent Lucifer, like. It's going to make it distracting, Lucifer. Yes, that <laughs> as well. But you need to be charming and cocky and He was really charming. He was lovely. And it's not like, I am evil, because that's the entire point of this Lucifer. He's not evil. It's his job, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. He doesn't have too much of a conscience, but I don't think any supernatural beings in that world, like the angels that are on God's side, I don't think don't do either. either. No. Like, no, and, no, um, they don't. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was really great. And he was good looking, too. Yeah. Um, um, Want to do Princess T, at Princess T Taylor says, Karen, I can't stop with the Funkos at times, too. Love all this stuff, guys. Um, yeah, Funko is going to be my downfall. If they come out with a Hades line, like a Hercules line. Done. I'm getting every single one, no question. Oh, like, oh, I want it so bad. They have so, to, right? Like, they have everything else. Eventually, they'll they'll want the money. So they have I Duck Dynasty. Saying. Why can't we have Hercules? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get any Funkos here, but when I before we came out to San Diego Comic Con, Karen and I went to Indie PopCon. Then after Indie PopCon, I went to stay with my very good friend Liz, who. Has she been on an episode with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. has. She's been on an episode before, and um, she got me a Hawkeye Funko. Hmm. I have two Iron Mans. I have Donnie one brought me Funko. an Iron Man one. I one, and it's the unmasked Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, from Captain America the Winter Soldier. 
and I can't start collecting them because I'll start get I'll get every single character that I've ever loved and I don't have room in my life for that. So the, I only want one other Funko, which is an unmasked cat, and I want the Winter Soldier era unmasked cat, and they're like $150 on yeah. that. Yeah. So one day I might just get that instead of getting 20 other Funkos and <laughs> other characters, if you know what I mean, yeah. $10 each. What if they come out with Team Wolf Funko? Oh, I was thinking about that today. I was like, Brian Fuller got a Funko made here. They've done <laughs> Hannibal Funkos, and this year there was an exclusive that I could not get to it because there was only 140 pieces, and I... The time I couldn't yeah. go. Brian Fuller did the same. They made a Funko especially for him, like of him holding a yeah. knife. And I'm like, what if they do a Teen Wolf one? What if they do a Jeff Davis Funko? <laughs> like, I was like, oh no. So okay, weird. maybe I'd get Teen Wolf Funkos because it would be great. On I, I would buy a Styles Funko. <laughs> yeah. I would buy all of them. Or Lydia. Yeah, definitely Lydia too. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, wait, there was another... Oh, um, Unforgiven has an actual question. Um, favorite cosplays you saw? If you go onto my Instagram, you'll see this. Um, I found a Hades cosplay, and it was brilliant. It was really good. He had contacts, and, like, the makeup was perfect, and his hair was awesome, and he had, like, a little goblet of, like, um, gummy worms, and it was so good! And I, like... She was, the Christian was there. I, like, was jumping up and down trying to get to him. And I found a couple other, like, Tony Stark Iron Man ones, too. And there was this one that was dressed just as Tony. And I, like, mauled people to get to him. Like, I was shoving people out of the way. I think I, like, elbowed you. Yeah, it was bad. But I got a picture of him, so that's Uh, all that matters. There were a lot of... Teen Hawkeye. Yeah, that's basically the one. There was was a boy at the con. He was there with his parents. Yeah. Every panel he went to, it was him and his parents. He must have been about 17, but apparently he needed both parents to help him at Comic-Con. Maybe he just really likes his Yeah, maybe. Exactly. It was cute. He was dressed as Clint Barton, comics Clint Barton, with the, like, the band-aid on the nose, like, sweatpants. There were lots of people, like, that. it's not a hard cosplay to do, but something about his vibe was, like, he spot on. Like, was he was basically so Hulk guy. Hulk guy. There was a couple which, of really good yeah. capes as well from that comic. Oh, with this boy. And there, there were many, many Clint Buttons, but this one he just... It's just something about it. It had a vibe. Mm. Um, I uh, we also a really good com- um like cosplay right as we were coming out of the con. Like um, Karen saw her Iron Man that she got a picture with. Really um, I saw my favorite Deadpool, uh, which was Chef Paul. He was great. He, he just the way that he acted was like crazy and amazing and funny. Um, the way he talked and I took a picture of him and he had the chef's hat and the chef's um. Uh, apron which they've sort of drawn in with a couple of times but he had like instead of the katanas he had like a massive wooden fork and spoon he was hilarious he was running his mouth um leo managed to finally see her perfect uh bucky Bucky. and and natasha she saw um uh which was the exact comics uh bucky from the period between when he's sort of crazy and when he becomes cat like when he's the Winter Soldier and dating Natasha and stuff, and they looked like the comics, like exactly. And and we saw some good movie ones as well, but it, it's actually the same Bucky as her phone screen. Like, the Clint is my phone screen. The Bucky is Leo's phone screen, uh, exactly that era, like the, the, the way his arms paint, everything, and you're like, she's like, it's my phone screen, he's there, he's real. Um, so <laughs> that was cool, and what else? What about like random things? Like a lot of Hannibal, I love it's always like dead Will Graham covered in blood, girl who's drawn a beard on, 
With a flower crown. Flower of crown. Course. Oh, it's great. Or like, oh, I'm a crazy deer with my guts hanging out, hanging out and a flower crown. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much, you guys. There was a girl at the Panable Con who was cosplaying um, Bedelia, Gillian Anderson's character, who was also just like hysterically funny. Yes, Leo. I saw Daria and Jane as I was leaving. Daria and Jane. Yeah. That's yeah. And when I asked for a picture, they both just crossed their arms and stared at me. I oh, awesome. They were posing for the that's great. There was loads of um, like really good Avatar and Korra costumes. Yes, a lot, so a lot of people put effort into that, and that was actually. Oh, adult uh, oh it might have been Tenzin. No, but yeah. they were. Uh, it's interesting because the first time I went to Comic Con, actually, they just debuted Korra. It hadn't started. They had a girl come to the panel that, that, that Nickelodeon had dressed as Korra. And I'd be like, this is what she's going to look like. But no one had cosplayed Korra. But I saw definitely some, like, Korra crew for any of our rewatchable the... friends. Like a, a, like a Korra, Marco, Bolin, and Asami. I saw someone dressed as the Bolin that's going to happen in season two that, that Karen doesn't know about yet, uh, basically. But his look in season two when he starts having an interesting <laughs> career for those who watch Legend of Korra will know what I'm talking yeah. about. Is he going to be like a stripper or something? I mean, <laughs> you're not far okay. off. <laughs> anyway. He's not going to be wearing much clothes. Um, I he saw a... He's not a prostitute! <laughs> it's Nickelodeon! You said stripper was close. Um, Think further in the other direction. Yeah. I saw a Tenzin who was wearing sunglasses, which was really <laughs> funny. It was really great. He just looked, like, really cool. One of my favorites, um, it wasn't really, like, an accurate one or anything, but there were these three guys who came up the escalator next to me, like, on Thursday or something, or Friday, maybe. Um, and they had, one had a Vader mask, and the other two had Stormtrooper masks. And they were just wearing like wife beaters and boxers. Rack and they had what about Rack and they squad? had um, yeah. inflatable like rings with little animal heads on them, like around their waist. It was hilarious. They had such a good time. Like I just love people who the, commit to what they're There are definitely they want. some really weird ones. A great one I saw was a complete and utter mashup of Furiosa from Mad Max. And Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> so it was, it was her, and she had like a guy who, who I think was Max, but it had like an Olaf, like tape, like a gritty Olaf, like tape to his back. Yeah, so she was Elsa from Frozen, but she was also Furiosa from Mad Max. I don't oh. know how they did it. We also saw a gender bent, um, Kristoff and Anna. And it was really, really, really cool. And like they it was shoved really awesome. a wig on top of Olaf, and so it was like female yeah, Olaf. It was really cute. Um, I saw Sailor Moon Deadpool, which was quite funny. I saw Pikachu Deadpool today. Lots Is that like a thing? Like, does he dress up? I think people who like Deadpool are just crazy. Okay, <laughs> which is fine. Well, I think I it's mean, hilarious, but Deadpool breaks the fourth wall a lot. Yeah, so Deadpool would kind of all of those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and yeah. then I saw. What was I going to say? Aunt, no, I was saying, huh? Raptor Squad. Raptor Squad. There were these guys, four guys, and who, uh, whatever, four people who were like dressed as that. They were in kind of normal, normal clothes, clothes, but they had. Raptor the raptor heads. heads from Jurassic World, like the four different coloured, like the specific mm. identities. And they would just go around places and dance. Like, you'd see them in the dance party at Nerd HQ, Raptor Squad, and it was like, yeah. I it's saw great. them everywhere. I and wish was, I would have seen it. It was a lot. Like, it was, it was a lot. There'll be videos of them online because that would be yeah. insane. But that, we could talk for a long time about because like, lots of people just making a lot of effort, like really big Did things, we, but I don't know what they are. Other than like, we saw a bunch of people in um, Beacon Hills, like jerseys yeah, and stuff, yeah. but did anybody see any like actual 
actual cosplay. No, no. I didn't see anyone do the makeup and stuff like that we do. I might have done. There okay. was someone in an animal control uniform with yellow contacts in. And I was like... I don't know if that's the same. Is trying, or is this a thing I've never seen before for another franchise? Like, I don't know. You never know, really. Know. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you to all the people who took screenshots of us. Yes. That's oh, nice. Okay. With me being uh, okay, anyone, do we have any more questions? What else did we want to talk about? Aww. Thank you, Joni Benoni, for saying that you wish we could do this more often. Yeah, so do we. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Karen's really sad. I don't want you to go. Mm-hmm. Karen, maybe we'll just we'll just hang out randomly online. Like, we can just do them so, in our apartment. You and I? No. I, I was know. like, we're going to be living together. I don't know. <laughs> We'll, we'll do something. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. Um. Be random. What else? Do we have questions for each other. Favorite panel um, we attended this weekend. Becky Phillips. I don't know if we've answered that properly. Or I not. don't know. Can yeah. I address this one super super quick? Nurse Brack. I know you said um, that you feel that MTV has dropped the ball. Re Teen Wolf merch. Um, they can't actually make Teen Wolf merchandise uh, because of the movie rights. So they're not actually really? they're not actually able to do stuff because a lot of the copyright, while they are able to do some stuff, they can't do a lot because mm-hmm. um, of the copyright stuff with the movie. There's a lot of crossover, and really? they yes, so I buy all the it's they might they can do some stuff like if you go onto Hot Topic, there are a couple of T-shirts that are specifically. Um, TV-based quotes or or some other like yeah. like bits and pieces and like, which they can do, but some of the other stuff um, it, it's really really difficult because the movie rights are still active. And unlike some of some other fandoms and artists, they don't seem to be too bothered about yeah. fan merch. Like some yeah. artists or fandoms are like, no, take that all down, red bubble, you can't do it. But they don't seem to yeah. care. So yeah, which there is why I have a Kira shirt. Really nice yeah. stuff out there. But unfortunately, not by MTV. Um, oh, what else happened that was good? What about no, special worry. experiences? I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to brag? Because yes, let's please. all brag. <laughs> can, we, can we have license to brag? Just, without, just a without brag. Thinking that we're showing off and being, we were at Comic Con. We did get meet a cool people and we're not like jaded bitches so we are actually really excited about like the stuff that we got to, yeah, to do yeah. and the people we got to meet. Kristen. Um, my brag story and it was basically the one thing I was hoping the most for. Um, I on Saturday morning uh, got to go and do Arrow Press and I wore my Stephen Amell charity fuck cancer shirt um, and I was hoping, hoping, hoping that if I wore it that he would either Stephen Amell would like notice it or something and I was waiting by the door like waiting for the the room to start and for us to be you know sit down all that and he walks in along with the rest of the cast and he was just walking past like he wasn't paying attention to anyone and he looks at me like saw my shirt looked up made eye contact and then said hi and shook my hand, <laughs> and I yeah. lost my mind. Like I was, oh. I should, not I, in the moment though. No, I kept my super calm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in my head, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, and then I also, in the same panel, got to talk to my hero Emily Bettercards, um, and I got to ask her a question about how Felicity is a kick-ass female, and she doesn't have to actually kick ass to kick ass. Yeah. Um, and she really, really like seemed excited that someone noticed like you know people don't talk to her about it all the time yeah. so that was my like major fangirl moment i i for yeah it was awesome karen 
Um, I got to talk to a lot of very pretty people, <laughs> which was nice. But, like, even I'm not super invested in his career or anything, like, I did talk to John Reese davies which I feel is, like, a big deal. Um, and he was super nice, and his voice is, like, royalty. Oh, yeah, he, um, He's going to be in Shannara Chronicles, and yes. he played Gimli in Lord of the Rings. So going back to New Zealand to be a fantasy character is like. Do you think I could play it? I think I could play it. Um, that he was would be also so much the um, kind of evil guy in Princess Diaries too. <laughs> he was. Dude, he was. I he was Chris love, Pine's like uncle or something. Yeah, that was awesome. Kind and movie of rocks. Love Princess Diaries too. Yeah. Even though it's like got it's nothing ridiculous, to do with the books. but it's awesome. Yeah. It does have Chris Pine. It does really have Chris Pine in it with really big hair. It's so weird, that maybe. How long has this been going for? I, I, I think I may have to repeat. Uh, now I'm Listen. I have a public announcement to make. From dwarf to king of the elves, eat your heart out, Orlando Green. Can you guys hear that? It's amazing. Uh, his voice One of my favorite too. things about it's... Lord of the Rings fandom is like the Gimli and Legolas mm. relationship and rivalry. Like, I think yeah. that they had... Such a great time, and there's so much with those characters. So that's a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things I really, really enjoyed doing again, Star Trek Trash. I got to have a one-on-one interview with David Goodman uh, to talk about the book and a little bit of his history with Star Trek and things that he really loves about it and how it felt like being able to actually step back into the universe and write another story, basically. From the perspective of, of one of the the most iconic characters of all time, so mm-hmm. that was really really great, and he's he's so wonderful. And it was like a very it's a very beautiful moment because until the end of the panel, we didn't realize where we were sitting. We were on top of you're at San Diego Comic Con. There was an Entertainment Earth booth, and they had like a little like a little seating area on the top of it uh, that overlooked the entire show floor. And we were sat up there, and it wasn't until the end of the interview that we realized that we had conducted the, I had conducted the entire interview in front of the Roddenberry sign for the Roddenberry production company, who were showing stuff at Comic-Con, and it was just like this beautiful moment for me, because (laughs) Star Trek trash. We're really tired. Um, And uh, for those who don't know who Jim Roddenberry is, he is the guy who created Star Trek. So you guys all wish that you could have a showrunner that was as good for his current era. It's Gene Roddenberry, your computer's going to die. It is? It's on 14. <laughs> it's very mad. We'll finish oh, before 14 right. minutes, hopefully. Okay. We'll finish up the... Mine... Oh, you, you just finished? No, no, I was just going to uh, say Gene Roddenberry. I love... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Much love. Mine much. was... Uh, probably... I don't know. What did I say? We talked about this tonight. Brian Fuller? Brian Fuller. Brian Fuller is, he's, he's so good. Yeah. He's, so, he's so tall. <laughs> and he hugs me. <laughs> he's so tall. And he's really tall. Jeff's really short. Um, he is. Jeff and Brian are friends. They, she told me. Jeff that we call him our tiny overlord. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. I think he liked it. Not worse than Hot, Hot Dog Matrix. Dad Scott. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, and what did they call Dylan at the panel? Um, Yay, it was, what was so it? Lion. There's something about like an overprotective 
Mom. Yeah. I forget what basically, it was. there was a mom reference about styles, and so and so you've got hot down. I know that some people don't like like the idea of him being like the pack mom, but yeah, you know. Anyway, no, Brian Fuller is an amazing human being. As I've said already, I was really excited to meet him. I was really excited to talk and see him interact with his fandom, and he was so great to me. I know a couple of people that he knows, including Jeff. Um, him and Jeff are friends, and we've spoken to Jeff about Brian, and I was kind of like. Jeff and, and some other stuff, but um, I also know Neil Gaiman, who, and that sounds like really weird because Neil Gaiman is super famous, but like facts are facts, I, I know him. And um, sort of we were talking about that in American Gods, and because um, that series has been coming for a really long time, the adaptation of, of Neil's American Gods, which is his biggest and probably most iconic novel, and it's been dropped from different networks and just people were going to do it that were, like, not the right attitude. So a lot of stuff about race in those books that's, like, that that's like that, that networks wanted to, like, drop and, and, and Neil wouldn't let them drop it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian Fuller is the perfect person to be doing it. And it's going into production. And he was like, you want to see some stills on my phone? He showed me and, like, three other girls, like, pictures on his phone from American Gods concept art. And I was just amazing. like, is this happening? It's so weird. And, like, okay, like, I'm going to sound like a wink, but I immediately texted Neil and was like, this just happened. And he was like, oh, my God, he's the nicest man in the world. I'm so glad he showed you. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Uh, but, no, that was all, like, cool, yay. But the biggest thing was, like, I knew Brian Fuller was going to be really great. Like, I knew before I met him that he was going to be amazing. I knew that I knew people he knew who knew me so that he would probably be nice to me. Um, Hugh Dancy who plays Will Graham on Hannibal. What are you doing? Are you making fun of me? No, she no. was, like, rubbing me. Hugh Dancy, who plays... Me? Um, no, no, me. Let me talk like about Hugh Dancy. I'm so tired. Okay. <laughs> Hugh Dancy, who plays Will on Hannibal. I have no connection with him at all, whatsoever. Um, I wish I did. I wish I did. And I was just, like... Basically, after the, uh, the, the thing, I went up to him and I... Because uh, a lot of people were chatting at the Hannibal press conference, which isn't normal, just so you know. If you ever do press, it's, it's actually not that normal to go and mm. talk one-on-one afterwards. Yeah. So they just sort of leave. I think that the Hannibal people know pretty much nearly everyone that does press for them. Like, they know they're very familiar with their their fans and the fans that do press because they were talking to everyone. Hugh Dancy, I, I kind of went up to him and I was just like, um, I was just like, sorry, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pause that and, and, and plug it I'll in. Just- I just went up to him. Basically, the reason I'm interested in Hannibal is because of the movie Red Dragon, which came out like 10 years ago or more, um, which is Edward Norton, and it's a prequel to those famous Silence of the Lambs and Hello, Clarice, etc. The, the, um, all of that was like kind of their present day, and then Red Dragon was a prequel um, which focused on Hannibal and this character, Will Graham, who was this FBI agent with this really uh, sort of really troubled by his own mind because he was too empathetic about the killers he caught, that he, he basically saw them, um, he saw them, their, their minds too clearly and it made him wonder about his own mind. And that was kind of a set, like, the main aspect of the, sorry, uh, the main aspect of the movie... Um, Red Dragon, and it was Edward Norton. We'll and I was like, my God, that character, the way that he operates, it really is. Are you sitting on my lap? I'm like a foot taller than me. I don't want to leave. Okay, yeah. He, the point is, Will Graham, I, I was never like into the, the original Hannibal movies, 
at the time, but I saw Red Dragon and the character of Will Graham did something to me. I was just like, that's fucked up. I was like, that's really... Just the way like that it was performed and I was just like, that is messed up. And when I found out that the show was going to be that character, like a prequel to the whole Silence of the Lambs era, I, I was really glad because Will was the character that was just just hit me. And I basically kind of in a more concise form said this to him and I was like, I was like, just like, what, what you do with the character and what that character is is really... It's just hit me really hard for a long time and he was just like... He was like, thank you so much for saying that. But not in like, oh, yeah, thank you. He was like really genuine and surprised about it. And he might have been like trained into that. But it was like, I, I didn't know what he was going to be like. I just needed to say it to him. But he was so genuine and nice about it. And we took the worst photo in the world. And I'm probably not going to show it, but I might show another one because it's funny because it's all blurry. Uh, because all weekend I was wearing a, a, a pins on my lanyard and I had a Hannibal pin. I, want, I have one that says eat the rude, but I have another one that says draw me like one of your clocks, which if you guys have seen Hannibal, is a hilarious joke. If you haven't, it won't make any sense. Uh, but the... Um, but draw me like things. Yeah, draw me like one of your French girls, but yeah, draw right. me like one of your clocks is because of... Um, yeah. It's basically... It's a really long story. It's fucking hilarious if you watch Hannibal. If you don't, it's like a really unfunny joke to explain. While she's looking for that, I just want to say that um, Sprayberry was in the roundtables and everything, and I um, asked him a question about, and it's in the article if you guys want to go check it out, but I asked him, you know, your character started off being so angry, and this season he's really transitioned to, like, comedic relief, and I said, by the way, that was fantastic, we all love it, and he was really appreciative of that, so I, yeah. he was, like, he really, the comedy is really challenging for him, so that's why he wanted to do it this year, and I think he's pulling it off brilliantly. Um, Team Wolf Press, uh, uh, just to go off that, Cody Christian, he knows his shit. He is, like, he knows how to do that job. Like, he's yeah. really impressive in the way in what he thinks about, the way he expresses himself, he gives who he gives credit to, a lot of credit quote, to everybody else, and, and yeah. just and 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 just what where his brain is at about it. Like some people never are never that comfortable with it, or they're like, oh, what am I saying? Even Tyler Posey is great, and he's done his job for a long time, but he's like, what was I saying? Did I answer that right? Like, is that what you wanted? At Cody Christian is like, a pro, like he was like a born pro, like he was really impressive. So I think he'll probably be around. Anyway, so this is my draw me like one of your clocks photo of me and Hugh Dancy. I don't know if you can see it. It's uh, just hilarious because it's blurry and crap. I have a better one that's like ugly of my face, but I just I like this one because it's like it's all messed up. So it's like the inside of Will, of Will Graham's brain. But I'll show you this one of me and Brian Fuller, which is actually really good. So I'll just it's really orange. I'm gonna put it on Instagram with a better filter eventually. <laughs> But if you guys want to see it, I'll show it to you. And I'll pretend that someone out there said, yes, Natalie, I really want to see that. And I don't think you're a wanker at all going on about this. <laughs> uh, but it's here. I don't know if you can see that properly again on the screen. He's the happiest man in the world. You look he, super happy. He, he makes, like, he, yeah. I've had, like, the worst two weeks ever, by the way, and I've just been, like, repressing it until this is over. Um, he's the happiest man in the world. This is, like, way happier than I have any right to feel right now. But he is, like so good like that yeah um i also managed to win leo a ticket to the agent carter signing the Haley atwell signing so i got to sort of go in behind her and see Haley atwell really close to me um and then we went to the nerd hq and we also got the smiles for smiles photo ops sure. with yeah with basically the two stars of agents of shield and agent carter which was really oh, I got to fun see Clark Gray. um so yeah this is yeah i'll put this on the screen as well this is me 
<laughs> Hayley Atwell, Chloe Bennett, James Darcy, and Clark Gregg, which is really cool. Now, and see, we won't rub that in Karen's face too much. Now, see, or mine, because I, my heart was broken. No, no it's sounds great, but, but I am really goddamn short. <laughs> like, this mine, highlight. It's mine. almost perfect because it, like, it's like a V. Yeah, 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 that as well. Yeah. And you're just. And I'm wearing my Hawkeye Leo, t-shirt. Leo, who's over there, hers are actually. Yes, this is my other Hulk guy t-shirt. <laughs> One of her 12 Three or 13. Or um, but yeah, no, mine is, I look like a weird 12-year-old who's like having a seizure. <laughs> Haley looks nice. Haley always looks so, nice. So, um, I want to say too, a couple yeah. of people were asking us if we're going to do another live broadcast for tomorrow's Team Wolf episode. We are not because we're not going to be together. I'm actually going to be flying while it's airing, mm. so I won't be doing the recap. Danielle has volunteered, and we're going to get, maybe Brooke will be doing the live tweeting. I'm not entirely sure yet, but... We are kind of bummed because it was super fun to do it It the way that we did. Did you guys like the way that we did it like that? I mean, we obviously can't do that too often, but it was really nice to be together. Yeah, if there'd be a way to figure that out online, it would be like to do like a sync tube of the episode or something. It It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it it went better than I thought it would. Oh, should we uh, complain angrily about what else happened to us? Oh, I forgot about that. We can just not. That's fine. I mean, if you guys saw any video of the Teen Wolf panel. <laughs> I don't know. So, someone, tweet, someone tweet if you know what I'm talking about. Because if no one knows what I'm talking about, I'm not going to bring it up. If someone is actually like, yeah, we saw that, I will uh, I will elaborate. Because it was super dumb. But, oh, Unforgiven said, yes, I wanted to see that, the Brian Fuller picture. Yeah. I'm really interested. You're not a wanker. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I have extreme anxiety about anything that could be construed as showing off or uh, bragging. I don't know. Like, things happen. We do things. We've got good opportunities. Stuff happens. Say bye to Peggy. We're She's excited about it. Bye, bye Peggy. Peggy. Sorry. Sorry that we're still talking. Uh, <laughs> and we love to share it with people that are excited about it, but... I don't feel good sometimes about about the way people – about whether it's, like, something other people are excited about or whether they're just, like, angry. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't get some attitudes. But I'm genuinely excited, unless it's, like, someone's grasped something out of my hand and taken it away from me in front of me. I'm pretty excited about other people's experiences. Uh, so I – Hope that other people feel the same in return. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes people don't, and they're just like, you shouldn't talk about anything that happened to you because uh, you're a wanker. And I don't know how to handle that. But we're at Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Lots of things like this happen at Comic-Con, and everybody here is, you know, Yeah, like Marimar and Andrew walked into Bill Murray walking out of Hall H. Yeah. Really? Wait, yeah. whoa, whoa. I haven't heard whoa. this story. Oh, like, I don't know if they talked to him, but they took a photo of him. Like... Yeah, he was Bill Murray was at Comic Con. We don't know why. He was here for um he's got a, a movie. Um I forget which one it was. But it was on Thursday, I think. Oh yeah, well Thursday. anyway, they saw Bill Murray. People like it I happens. Like there's a lot there's a lot of really cool famous you people. You saw some people. Me. I saw Peter Facinelli in the Who flesh did I see? outside this apartment. Leah Michelle. I did! <gasps> Next door to us! Outside this apartment, we saw Leah Michelle, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Emma, Emma Roberts walking out of the hotel next door to us, which is called the Palomar Hotel. It's They're not there anymore, so it's fine. You don't have to go and stalk them. Um, 
coming out of, I guess, a party for Fox mm-hmm. for, like, Scream Queens and American Horror Story. And right before that, you missed... And right before that, apparently, I missed Natalie Dormer and Sophie <laughs> Turner coming out of yeah. the same body. I went downstairs to get Kyle, who you might have heard on this show, Tariq Kyle. He works on Hyperball. He was arriving from driving down and there was a bunch of security and I was just like oh there must be a party there and we'd been to a party at that hotel the night before for like a book company so we didn't think it was like that big a place if you know we didn't think it was like one of the fancy party places it was like a book party company place Uh, it is a nice place but we and then I was just like is that I saw some sort of lurking people like people who had like autograph boards and like they were clearly they knew what they wanted they were there to collect some stuff and yeah, I'm alright. They were there to collect, and then we were just like, oh my god, I saw screamers, and I'm like, oh, are they in there? And they said, coming, I think I actually heard Leah's voice, and I. I would have jumped I, to, I know her voice. You don't, like, it's. Distinctive. It's distinctive, and we're both long term Glee yeah. fans. Like, yeah. like, there is nowhere in the world that I wouldn't hear her voice and not be like, like, I fuck? actually like, have and know the words to most of Leah Michelle's album that. The like her original album. Yeah. Like yeah. her album. And I actually and, like it as opposed to like and I, I, Yeah, and I kind of saw it and I was just, oh my god. Someone said, Emma Roberts is there. And then I was like, oh my, like, and then I heard Leah and I was just like, oh. And they were literally going out of the hotel into a car to go. I Back guess, to their to hotel. A, to or their hotel. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe that was the hotel they were staying at and they were going to the party somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. One of them. They're not there anymore, so don't, <laughs> don't bother. But um, <laughs> They've gone to work, probably. Yeah. But a lot of people are saying, um, Unforgiven said, I feel like I'm the queen of secondhand happiness, so yeah, I'm hella excited for y'all. And Princess T. Taylor says, Natalie, I like to live vicariously through you, so it's awesome for me. Thank you for sharing. Well, thank you. Sorry. I have incredible insecurity about it in general <laughs> because... Also, Stuff happens. <laughs> John Watches TV says, I was going to ask you guys about the Jeff calling you out thing. They so. have to tell the story. Okay, so if people <laughs> know about it, I suppose... I mean, if you saw the panel, then... Or if you watch it online, because they yeah. post those online. Yeah. Jeff called embarrassed us from the stage, which okay. is fine. Okay, so <laughs> what happened was they were talking about how... MTV, like, obviously they're a cable channel, so they don't need as many hits as, like, CBS or NBC does, but Teen Wolf is still really highly rated, rated and a lot of people actually download it illegally. And I think he was just talking about watching online. He didn't even say that. No, he was talking about watching it illegally online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, do I see Natalie no, and he go, Karen he goes, there? He goes, is that Natalie and Karen? And yeah. Because like, someone was making a disturbance while he was joking on about it. Oh. And then he goes, is that Natalie and Karen making It wasn't us, it? FYI. We, oh, were yeah. at the, no. we were elsewhere. But yes. he's still, like, because he knows, obviously, that I'm Australian and... Can't watch the show in real I do time. Not download she it doesn't illegally. download it. I watch it, live. and he knows that I download it. He knows that I watch it illegally here, so he was just being a dick. But <laughs> um, like, yeah, I talked to him about it the next day. I was like, I, I was just like, that was so embarrassing. And yeah. He was like, how do you watch it? And I'm like, very illegally, Jeff. Like, very illegally. get on that. And he was like, he was like, but aren't, are you getting it in HD? And I was just like, I mean, I try. I was like, I try, and, and uh, I don't know what else to do. He's like, he's like, well. I don't know. We're going to have to sort that out. I can't gift it to you on iTunes because it's from a different, like, country. Maybe I can send you the DVDs. And I'm like, I have the, like, I buy the DVDs. Like, what? The screeners. Anyway. He was he more th- worried about whether or not she was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just then, making sure that I was getting showing the quality that it should be coming on television. Like, and I was just like. Which is so sweet. All right, honey. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, so he basically decided to make a joke about us watching the show illegally and on the podcast. It was really podcast. embarrassing. It was really embarrassing, and I didn't know if people would know what he was talking about or not. Uh, clearly some people. Yeah. But it happened. But we had a good time. If only, baby. like, four people realized that it was us, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. So. Because he didn't... isn't alone either. I do also watch. He, he didn't people. say... Where is those bitches from another general <laughs> podcast or anything like that? You had to know that it was us. Like you, it, like you had to know that it was us. And yeah. Only probably the people watching this live stream right now know that it was us. So Thanks, nine, that's people. fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We can move on from that now. Should we actually watch uh, wrap up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we gonna watch Big Hero Six? I don't know. What am I gonna do about my Hannibal? Let's watch Big Hero Six. <laughs> and the ice cream. I'm, You're I'm not gonna it. see me for I'm like not. a year, probably. You want the ice cream? Aww, I, how are you doing over you. there? I know it's hard. I only <laughs> want to just happening. Why am I? I know it's hard. I'll help. You don't have to. What's happening right now? I don't know. I'm. She got a little more of Iron Man than she bargained for. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, okay. So any final like we. Oh, this is happening. Hi, guys. This is embarrassing. Screenshot me now. I don't have this much <laughs> physical contact or human interaction in, like, ten months of the year. So, <laughs> Donnie's nuzzling me like a cat. Okay. This is probably really embarrassing for people. Um, <laughs> what are these people? Um, all right. So... Find any final questions, comments, thoughts about anything ten from seconds. the comic book? Not ten seconds. <laughs> ten seconds. Not ten seconds. Nine. No, no. Eight. Give me this. No, no, no. Seven, no, no. People can't ask. Six. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Lots of other people watch it illegally too, so don't feel We like know. They know. They know. And they're, they're, it, it does count towards, like, the support uh, with Twitter and, and, like, the amount that they know viewers. It, it would be better if there was a way to... I think contribute like by buying merch or something that and maybe this is true for all showrunners but Jeff in particular knows that people do not watch television the same way that they did five ten years ago Mm. which is a huge problem for networks and why I think so many shows are getting canceled that we love Hannibal Constantine Constantine. the following yeah so Jeff is actually aware that, you know, people watch it legally, but it does kind of help show. Like, they keep track of those things. When when iCandy was on, they were, like, eight out of the top ten illegally downloaded shows. But that doesn't count toward their ratings, which are dumb anyway, the way that works. But, I mean, so, yes, they do know a lot of people watch it legally. It's not necessarily something you can help, but, you know... There are other ways to support the show, especially social media, mm-hmm. buying the DVDs when they come out, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll go very momentarily. Any final questions for each other? Any kind of thoughts and feelings about doing 100 episodes of the podcast? 100. 100. 100. Not the 100. Not the 100. <laughs> Which is a good show. She watches. She, you should she watch does the 100. It's good. Um... Any final things? I think someone said, "What's our favorite panel besides Team Wolf for the con?" So, anyone got that? Or uh, for me, I think it may have been between. Uh, see, not it's not even going to be the San Diego Comic Con ones. I think <laughs> it will be between Stephen Amell's um, Nerd HQ 
and potentially Marvel's partners in primetime Nerd HQ. I thought they were really, really great, both of those. Um, but I also really enjoyed uh, race bending today. Our Marvel final rated. panel today that we went to was yeah. was it was racebending.com um i think it was called super yeah. asian, asian heroes or something like that super, super asian america yeah and it was basically it was a, a lineup of people all asian american background including dante basco who you might know as rufio from hook and zuko from avatar last Airbender, chloe bennett who's sky on shield uh Jason and <laughs> we're not going to talk about no, that no. uh and quite a few other people uh one guy forget his name, but he's a really famous stunt guy, a uh, com- couple of comics artists. Anyway, I'm embarrassed to be white. Same. Like, it, the the way that they talked about, like, it's not stuff we didn't know, right. but the way that they, like, commiserated with, uh, with each other, like, the, the normal, the normalcy of, like, the problems is, like, insane. Like, it's just, like, freaking insane. Was- and, uh, like, like, yeah, I just, it was amazing to listen yeah. to. But it was embarrassing. Like, it was like... Yeah. It's the kind of conversation that needs to continue to be had because it's... Yeah. Because it's so, so super important. So kudos to the racebending.com guys for setting that one up. Yeah. It was Uh, really, really good. good. Um, My favorite panel besides Team Wolf was the Shannara Chronicles. Like, that show is going to be so legit, you guys. It's... I'm so excited. It doesn't come out until January. But it's gonna be really, really good. And my favorite, um, overall, like it, it wasn't my favorite because of content, but I really loved the 100 panel um, because Ricky Whittle was so lost in his own mind. Like he was just doing random stuff at the end of the table. Like he stole four different mics and was like had them all pointing at himself. He had a great time. Um, and the other thing that kind of ties it was um, Stephen Amell coming out as the Green Arrow. Not Arrow. And introducing, yeah, the Green Arrow, not Arrow, um, and introducing, like, DC Knight and the Arrow panel. It was so cool. And he was in his new suit, which is awesome. And, yeah, so that was a really big highlight for me, too. too. Yeah, Yeah, mine was, yeah, the Marvel um, Partners in Prime Prime Time at Nerd HQ um, because uh, Clark Gregg's and some fantastic stuff about, about... how it doesn't make sense. I'll tell you guys the story actually, because it's it's a re- it's perfect. Like it's, it's beautiful. It's just the perfect way of putting it, which is basically to first question straight out the gate. This is this panel will be available online. You can watch it in full. Saying um, to the girls, thank you for being so supportive of like the queer, like the lesbian shipping around the show, because they're two shows that has a lot of of queer female shipping, which is you know uh, Angie and Peggy or um, Sky and, and Simmons and stuff like that. And both of them are like, just take it really seriously. And they were just being really good about that. Uh, and then saying, you know, so thank you for that. And the girls were like, yeah. And then also, uh, you know, head of Marvel was like, oh, we might get a queer character in Marvel Cinematic Universe in the next 10 years. That was Kevin Feige. 10 years. Okay, that's fine. In the next Anyway, anyway, so someone was like, you know, possibility for, you know, that's happened in TV before. That maybe, no. And, um... They were so, you know, they were like bloody hope so and stuff. But Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Coulson, he was talking about it. He was just like, he was like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, he was like, it doesn't make sense to me that's not there. Because uh, no studio exists in this panel, so they could say whatever they wanted, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make sense to him that it's not there. Because the way that they're showing the, the powered people in S.H.I.E.L.D., 
or various groups of, of, of people in SHIELD who there's discrimination against or fetish, fetishization of in a positive way, various things, you know, like the, the basically the marginalized groups, it is a social commentary on that in society, on whether it's, a, you know, a race or a sexuality or any kind of thing that can have fetishization or if it can have prejudice, anything like that. It's a social commentary. That's what Supernatural is. That is what Supernatural work it is. It's a commentary on human behaviour where we're not actually talking about what's happening in real life. We're giving it a fake problem that doesn't exist. And he was like, it doesn't make sense that we would be showing that social commentary and not actually having real representation in the team. He's like, it's got to happen. Like, it's 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 going to get weird if we keep saying that this is the commentary of the show but not having those people in the show. Like, it does, it makes no sense and it's going to get weird. So he clearly doesn't approve of the no queer characters on S.H.I.E.L.D. currently. But that was really good. So the, getting those kind of answers is really, really great. Um, there were no answers like that at the Marvel San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> panel. But what do you do? Um... To know what what else? That's I it. I want to watch Big Hero Six. Karen wants to watch Big Hero Six, so, so we're probably gonna go Big Hero Six then. All right. Um, so it's I hope that everyone, all fifteen to nine of you, it's fluctuated <laughs> from various um, various amounts of people, have enjoyed this. Um, do we have anything that we want to say before we finish up about Thank doing a hundred episodes yeah. of this podcast? Thank you for Thanks. listening. Thank you yeah. for everybody who's listened to all of them because that's intense. Has anyone actually <coughs> listened will. to all of them? <laughs> will Wallace has listened to all of them. Besides will Wallace him. will be listening to this. this Thank one. you, Will. We appreciate you. Thank you yeah. to Teen Wolf for having us, for letting us do this show and not spying and on us being or sending really a cease and desist. Of what we love. Yeah, of being really collaborative and open and trusting and nice and real and for continuing to make a kick-ass show yeah yes. and for trying so really hard and for giving us stuff to believe in and hope for by letting us know i guess you know we understand when it's easy to like lose hope in a show or to to not have you know to not know what's going on and, and not approve of things that are going on and, and not know why. But with Teen Wolf, sort of we've been lucky enough to know a fair bit about, like, who to trust or who not to trust or where the problems are, basically, in terms of, like, this is what they're allowed to do, this is a choice of their own or whatever. And, you know, I think we've said before that everything that we have experienced with anything that we consider a problem with the show, we kind of know the tr- why it's happened and so we haven't lost faith in the show. So we appreciate being able to know that and be able to, being able to sort of trust them about their intentions and knowing that their intentions are worth spending time caring about, I suppose. And I'll say thank you to Karen for what? liking me when no one else likes me. <laughs> what? Oh. No, it's okay. This is unnecessary. No. <laughs> we love you. All right. All, All right. the love for that. All right. No, no, this is unnecessary. It's so necessary. This is unnecessary. <laughs> um, I didn't know Karen very well when we started the podcast. We just both liked Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. 
And she's very tolerant because I'm crazy. So that's nice. Oh, this is a beautiful love fest. Uh, nice. We should go. We yeah. should go. All right. I'm going to make you watch Big Hero 6. Okay. All right. All right. So I don't know how to make this stop, and my hair's falling in front of my it's face. Okay, I know how to uh, make okay, this stop. Okay, so, oh, wait, why have I got a. Is that a missed call? Someone just tried. Oh my god, why has my brother just tried to call me? really hope that's not a problem. All right. Okay. I will t- yeah, we'll talk to you guys later, I suppose. I'll say I love Natalie and Karen. I love and you guys. And Thanks for And Kristen. And Kristen. We love everyone. We love everyone. Yeah. Bye, guys. Yeah, I have. No, I'm gonna be winging this, FYI. Like, yeah, of yeah. course. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. The, wow, broadcast has been successfully terminated. Oh, terminated. That's a.